0: Good morning, and welcome to St. Bartholomew's Celebration of Morning Prayer, Wednesday, March 25th. And today is the Feast of the Annunciation, where the angel Gabriel proclaims to Mary that she will be with child, that the power of the Most High will overshadow her, and she will conceive and give birth to a son. Let's begin by kneeling in silence. Just take a minute to take some slow breaths, in, deep in, deep breaths out, we'll begin on page one in your morning and evening prayer booklet. Grace to you and peace from God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. O may the words of my mouth be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer, and send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me and bring me unto thy holy hill and to thy dwelling. On page two, let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us, spare those who confess their faults, restore those who are penitent according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord, and grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. The Almighty and most merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand. And on page three, we'll say together the Pascha Nostrum without the Alleluias. Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast, not with the old leaven, the leaven of malice and evil, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life he lives, he lives to God. So also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since by a man came death, By a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. The Psalms appointed for today, this Feast of the Annunciation, are Psalms 113 and 138. And like last week, I'm going to be reading these out of the new Acna prayer book, which is the new Coverdale translation. Praise the Lord. Sing praises, you servants of the Lord. O praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth for evermore. The Lord's name be praised from the rising up of the sun to the going down of the same. The Lord is high above all nations and his glory above the heavens. Who is like the Lord our God who has his dwelling so high and yet humbles himself to behold the things that are in heaven and earth? He takes up the lowly out of the dust And lifts the poor out of the ashes, that he may set them with the princes, even with the princes of his people. He gives the barren woman a home to dwell in, and makes her to be the joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with my whole heart. Even before the gods will I sing praises to you. I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name, because of your loving kindness and truth. For you have magnified your name and your word above all things. When I called upon you, you heard me, and gave me increase of strength. All the kings of the earth shall praise you, O Lord, for they have heard the words of your mouth. They shall sing of the ways of the Lord, that great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord be high, yet he has respect for the lowly. As for the proud, he beholds them from afar. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, yet shall you refresh me. You shall stretch forth your hand upon the furiousness of my enemies, and your right hand shall save me. The Lord shall make good, make good his lovingkindness toward me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Despise not the work of your hands. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen first lesson today is Exodus 32, verses 1 to 29. When the people saw that Moses delayed to come down from the mountain, the people gathered themselves together to Aaron and said to him, Up, make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we do not know what has become of him. So Aaron said to them, Take off the rings of gold that are in the ears of your wives, your sons, and your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people took off the rings of gold that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. And he received the gold from their hand and fashioned it with a graving tool and made a golden calf. And they said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. When Aaron saw this, he built an altar before it. And Aaron made a proclamation and said, Tomorrow shall be a feast to the Lord. And they rose up early the next day and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings. And the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. And the Lord said to Moses, Go down, for your people whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt have corrupted themselves. They have turned aside quickly out of the way that I commanded them. They have made for themselves a golden calf, and have worshipped it, and sacrificed to it, and said, These are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. And the Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, and behold, it is a stiff necked people. Now therefore let me alone, that my wrath may burn hot against them, that I may consume them, in order that I may make a great nation of you. But Moses implored the Lord his God, and said, O Lord, Why does your wrath burn hot against your people whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Why should the Egyptians say with evil intent did he bring them out to kill them in the mountains and to consume them from the face of the earth? Turn from your burning anger and relent from the disaster against your people. Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, to whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven. And all this land that I have promised I will give to your offspring, and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord relented from the disaster that he had spoken of bringing on his people. Then Moses turned and went down from the mountain with the two tablets of the testimony in his hand, tablets that were written on both sides, on the front and the back they were written. The tablets were the work of God, and the writing was the writing of God engraved on the tablets. When Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said to Moses, There is a noise of war in the camp. But he said, It is not the sound of shouting for victory, or the sound of cry of defeat, but the sound of singing that I hear. And as soon as he came near the camp and saw the calf and the dancing, Moses' anger burned hot, and he threw the tablets out of his hands and broke them at the foot of the mountain. He took the calf that they had made and burned it with fire and ground it to powder and scattered it on the water and then made the people of Israel drink it. And Moses said to Aaron, What did this people do to you, that you have brought such a great sin upon them? And Aaron said, Let not the anger of my Lord burn hot. You know the people, that they are set on evil. For they said to me, Make us gods who shall go before us. As for this Moses, the man who brought us up out of the land of Egypt... We do not know what has become of him. So I said to them, Let any who have gold take it off. So they gave it to me, and I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf. And when Moses saw that the people had broken loose, for Aaron had let them break loose to the derision of their enemies, then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and said, Who is on the Lord's side? Come to me. And all the sons of Levi gathered around him. And he said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Put your sword on your side, each of you, and go to and fro from gate to gate throughout the camp, and each of you kill his brother and his companion and his neighbor. And the sons of Levi did according to the word of Moses. And that day about three thousand men of the people fell. And Moses said, Today you have been ordained for the service of the Lord, each one at the cost of his son and of his brother so that he might bestow a blessing upon you this day. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand and turn to page 13 in your booklet, and we'll say together the canticle for the morning, Benedictus es Domine. Glory to you, Lord God of our fathers. You are worthy of praise. Glory to you. Glory to you for the radiance of your holy name. The second lesson is a reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. And now, Lord, as we meditate on these lessons, pour out your Holy Spirit. Call us up into the divine life of your Holy Trinity, that we may hear your word that we may read it, mark it, learn it, and inwardly digest it. In the name of Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Well, today truly is a special day. It is the Feast of the Annunciation. And it's pretty simple when you think, wow, March 25th sounds pretty random. But think for a minute. What day is Christmas? December 25th. Subtract nine months, and you get... March 25th. So this is the time that the, ch- the church has chosen to celebrate uh, the Annunciation to Mary. The time when the angel Gabriel appears to her, this virgin who, whom A- uh, excuse me who Gabriel says is highly favored. There, there must have been something deeply devotional about Mary's life in relationship with God. He says to her in verse 30, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And God has chosen this young Israelite girl who lived in a a nowhere town, Nazareth, in a nowhere region, Galilee. God has chosen this girl to be the one who will bear the Son of God to all the earth. You see, the church has chosen to call Mary Theotokos, which is a Greek word meaning God bearer. And and why do I say the church has chosen to call Mary that? Well, in the third ecumenical council at Ephesus in 431, there were two, well, there's really one main uh, topic at task, and that was Christology against the Arian controversies. And at that council of Ephesus in 431, the church agreed that Mary would be called Theotokos because Christ is truly God, completely divine, completely divine, fully divine, and truly man, completely human. And he has der- derived his humanity from Mary. So yes, she's an ordinary person, And yet, no, at the same time, she's not an ordinary person. For she carried around the only begotten and eternal word of God in her being, in her body, for nine months. She gave him to the world so that he could give his life to the world. Maybe you recall this beautiful icon. I think it was uh, written by a, a nun It's not really an icon per se, but it it, it, it's very iconic. It was written by a nun in New Mexico, and you may recall that there's a picture of Eve, and Eve is clad in leaves, (laughs) as we might popularly think of her, and she's standing next to one who we can tell clearly is is the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Theotokos, and Mary is pregnant. And Eve is touching the baby, or touching the, the womb of Mary to touch the baby. And without any words, we realize that this child that Mary will bear forth to the world, this Son of God, is the one who will undo the sin of Adam and the sin of Eve. This child. Will make everything that has been wrong, from the sin in the garden, he will make it right. We said it earlier in the Pascha Nostrum, didn't we? For as in one man, all, for since one man sinned, all have sinned, and as by one man came death, so death has come to all. But Christ, being the new Adam, has brought life to all. So. We find ourselves in this Feast of the Annunciation celebrating that God chose Mary to be the Theotokos, to be the one who would bear our Lord Jesus Christ to all the world and all creation so that we all could be saved, so that we all could rejoice, so that we all could see That nothing is impossible with God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Please stand together and let's turn to page 15 in your prayer booklet and we'll say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. On page 16. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's say together these suffrages. I'll say the first line and you say the second line. O Lord, show us your mercy. O Lord, save our nation. Clothe your ministers with righteousness. O Lord, save your people. Give peace in our time, O Lord. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. Create in us clean hearts, O God. This is the Collect for the fourth Sunday in Lent. Gracious Father, whose blessed Son, Jesus Christ, came down from heaven to be the true bread which gives life to the world, evermore give us this bread, that he may live in us and we in him, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your Spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your name. Amen. And now we move into a time of intercession. We heard Moses earlier in Exodus 32 interceding before God begging for God to have mercy on the foolish, stiff-necked, obstinate, and stubborn people of Israel, people just like us. And he prayed intercessory prayers before God, and God relented. So we'll move into a time just like that. Let's first offer prayers for ourselves and for those close to us. Oh Lord, we pray especially in this season of isolation as we are in uh, a place where we aren't really supposed to leave our homes. Help us stay connected to one another in the ways that we can. And most of all, God, we pray that we'd stay connected to you. We know that nothing can separate us from your love, but show us the way to behold you and become more like you. And now, God, we intercede for the church all over the world, for bishops, priests, and deacons, pastors, teachers, volunteers, leaders of every kind. We pray for our local church. Lord, continue to strengthen the people of St. Bart's and her clergy. Continue to strengthen the church in Dallas, in the United States, in order to respond to the great and deep need that will arise in light of this coronavirus crisis oh God we pray to you for the world your own creation we pray for all nations and leaders we pray especially for our nation and its leaders for our president Donald our governor Greg our mayor Eric our County Commissioner, Clay. We pray for wisdom, for insight, especially for the protection of those who are most vulnerable to this disease. Lord, for the elderly, for those whose immune systems are compromised, let our leaders make wise decisions to protect the least of these. Lord, we pray to you for your own creation that you've given us out of the generosity of your being. Lord, forgive us for mistreating it. We thank you that, that uh, operations have slowed down and that life is, is sprouting forth, that fish are being seen in the canals in Venice and pollution has gone down. We pray that you would give us wisdom how to use your creation's resources rightly to your honor and glory and to the service of others. Lord, we pray right now for the oppressed and the suffering, especially those suffering with this disease, whether they are lying on a hospital bed or at their home. Would you, Lord, in your divine power, just just like the angel Gabriel came and spoke peace to Mary, would you, Lord, send your holy angels to speak peace to those suffering right now God, we also lift up all medical workers, all first responders, for you to invigorate them, for you to protect them from this disease, because they are our frontline defense in this fight. God, we pray for teachers as they get ready to do online school and for students and parents who have to become teachers now, whether they like it or not, Lord, just pour out your grace. Let the, your generous grace be poured out on all people. And Now give thanks to God for the blessings he's given you, for the blessings that you've discovered in this season of difficulty and distress. Lord, we thank you for each other, for a relationship. We thank you for Community for the people of St. Bart's. We thank you for medicine and that we live in a time when scientific research can be done to move towards a vaccine. We thank you for preserving us. We thank you for the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Theotokos, that she said yes to you, that she was faithful, and that she brought forth, in your grace, God the Word, so that death might be trampled down by his death. On page 31, let us conclude our prayers with the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Please stand. And now, good people, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. God bless you. Be strong and courageous as you go out today and for the remainder of this week. And we'll talk to you again soon on Sunday for our worship. God bless you.